0: It's all around us. All the time. We all know someone or love someone or hear of someone, but you never expect it to be you. I didn't expect it to be me. And neither did my family.
1: We're fairly normal, I suppose. As normal as any family can be. Family of four with a dog. Pretty standard. They say it's one in three. Three. I just never thought it would be one of the kids, you know? One of my kids.
2: I do my best. But it can often be a real challenge juggling the family. They say you should never work with your family. (laughs) Oh, now I know why.
3: We try to be there for each other. It'd be nice if there was a bit more of that, especially when things get hard. The four of us. We need to communicate.
4: Well, I always thought that the most important thing that I needed was a a kind of a a positive outlook or like an ability to kind of logic as opposed to letting any preconceptions, any fears, things, you know, you hear the word cancer, you think you're going to die. I'm going to be bald. I'm going to be miserable. I'm going to. So kind of just trying to shut that out and focus on you just do, you know, one week at a time, two weeks at a time, just keep going until the end. Um and then what else do you need? I think what you need as well is a really good support structure.
3: There needs to be teamwork. There
0: needs to be cleanliness.
3: There needs to be targets. There needs to be
0: tidiness.
2: Organization. Tea
1: motivation.
3: Vision. vision.
2: Communication. Capitalism. Casual conversation.
1: There needs to be optimism and clarity. Once <laughs> we <laughs>
4: Delivering bad news, I smile Um, doing it right now. So (laughs) Um, I was trying to ease them in a little bit rather than just, hi, I have lymphoma. So by the time I told my parents and my sister, I had gotten used to it myself. I had processed it. I had um, totally come to terms that the plan was set. I knew what was happening. And they were worried. They looked really worried and they looked upset. They looked like they hadn't slept. And they looked like, as you would if it's your child and they're saying they probably have cancer. And I smiled through the entire thing. She chewed up four cushions. Which cushions? My good
0: cushions. Jane, I'm really sorry. I'll replace those. Look,
2: Laura, I've just had enough. Okay, so you don't
0: want the dog anymore?
2: I like the dog. It just looks like the dog here. Right. The barking, the neighbours are fuming and the hair, oh my God, the hair. It's unhygienic, the hair.
1: Laura. Why weren't you here today? We're snowed under. Steve,
2: we're talking about the dog.
0: I was due a day off. What is it, Steve?
1: Well, we need to meet these people today. I mean, I have to move this forward now. Or... Jesus
2: Christ, Steve! Shut up,
0: Ruby! But she never stops giving out about the bloody dog. Listen, it doesn't matter about the dog. It's
2: the meeting. It does matter about the dog. I need her to mind the dog sometimes. How did you hear it? it? It's going nuts again. I'm sorry, Laura, but this is it now.
1: All right. I will put her out the back. Then, can you help me prepare for this meeting?
2: Did he mention the holiday there? What? No, he has to book it today or we miss the discount. Right. Look, you'll need to book this holiday before five o'clock,
1: okay? We talked about this. I'm on it, Jane, but I'm afraid I have more pressing issues to finalise with Laura about this meeting
3: that will ultimately pay for the holiday. Right. Uh, Who else wanted a cappuccino? The guy was half asleep, so he gave me a mocha instead.
0: Mike, you ready? Okay, everyone. um, You'd better sit down.
2: How long will this take, Laura? Ten minutes. Steve, will you put your phone away? So you'll take Ruby after this, right? Yes. Straight after this? Will you stop talking about the dog? I will when the
1: dog's gone. Steve. Right, right, right. OK, it's off.
0: OK, can I have your attention, everyone? This will be brief. Any questions at the end, OK? What well, was that about the questions now? Do you want the questions at now? At the end. Right. OK, do you remember the car crash? Yeah. And we thought it was whiplash in my neck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whiplash. Well, I went to see the doctor about it
2: and it turns out
1: after a few tests that you don't know it's, it's not time. whiplash. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You think you're
1: well, that's good news. So, where were we?
0: Sit down, Steve. Just let me finish.
3: Everyone sit down. <laughs> let her finish.
0: <laughs> Jesus, I've got the giggles now. <laughs> I'll be getting treatment for four months. I have to go in for eight hours every second Tuesday. I'm going to need a lift there and a lift back because I won't be able to drive. I'll need some help with Ruby and I'll need some help around the house.
1: Jesus Christ. Oh, my, oh
0: my God. God. What the... okay, you... Look, they told me it's the best situation I could possibly be faced with. I'm early and it's going to be okay. It might be a hard four months, but we're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay at the end of it. Yeah, I just wanted to let you know. Any questions? Mike.
3: Are they sure about the diagnosis? Very. How many tests did you have?
0: A lot. How do you feel?
1: Exhausted.
3: Are you worried about anything here?
0: I'm, well, I'm not really... Well,
1: don't. That's what I'm saying. Don't even think about it. We'll work it out. It'll be fine. Now, I'll organise everything. Don't you worry. It's going to be fine. Really. Okay, we only have time for one or two more questions. If the treatment doesn't work, what happens then? Well, it's important that we identify resources and analyse our capabilities. It
0: is going to work, because they told me. We need an identifiable, deliberate strategy. They told me it's going to work, and I think it will.
3: Yes, and we need to identify our resources and skills.
0: Give me a hug.
3: Yeah, we'll all keep chipping away.
1: It'll be fine. Don't even think about anything. We'll work it all out.
0: OK, that's it. That's everything. You can all go now, OK?
4: And it was a theme that I think followed through a lot, through the whole process. You you do spend a lot of time reassuring everybody else that you're okay and making everybody else feel better about, you know, because people don't know how to react. They don't know what to say. They're upset when you tell them. I think telling the family is probably the hardest, the hardest day. I found it easier to process it myself than trying to get everybody else through it. I don't know why. It's almost like you need a nurse You need a driver, you need a chef, you need someone who's just going to, you know, help you up the stairs if your legs are too sore. It's these little things that you can never plan for. You can never say, I'm going to need someone there at 3 o'clock on Wednesday, so I'll ask someone. So there's like a 24-7 kind of support structure, I think, that's needed too.
1: Here's a calendar that everyone needs to follow. Perfect. All the dinners are done. Lovely. Have you labelled them? Yes. Because I want Monday to Friday written on them. And I want to know if it's lunch or dinner. And what's in them? The dog. We need to box off the dog. Have you sorted that, Jane? I have the dog sorted for the rest of this week. Well, we need next week too. I'll sort out next week too. Put the dog in the calendar under the heading... Walking. OK. Jane, we're just talking about the calendar.
2: Listen, I've got a real problem. What's up? Laura gave me a list of calls to make for her, and I just spent the last two hours stuck on the phone to Rita. She's bawling, crying.
1: Why? What's the problem?
2: Because I told her about Laura.
1: Why is she bawling, though?
2: Because of Laura. I can't be making these calls, Stephen. I just can't. I have no training in this. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to broach this or what to tell them. Look, look,
1: it's all right. You're just calling people to tell them that Laura won't be available.
2: After that, I'm not doing it. I'm just not good at those kinds of communications, Stephen.
0: Oh, no, Rita, I'm going to be fine. No, don't be
2: worrying, really. You see, this is what happens in the absence of specific policy.
0: It's not terminal. No, no, Rita. Honestly, oh, don't cry. Oh, Jane can be a little dramatic sometimes. Absolutely. I'll call again tomorrow. Ah, thanks. Okay. yes. No problem. No problem. Okay. All right, bye, bye,
2: bye, bye. It's not my fault. Jane. What was that about? Nobody gave me any guidelines. I was operating completely blind. Rita said you were on the phone for two hours. She was
0: talking. I only asked you to contact people. Yeah, 50 people. Just to let them know I won't be available for a while and to contact you. Managing the optics.
2: No guidelines. I don't have the core competencies. I had no idea what to say. Nobody helped me. Jane, I know you're capable of this. Simple calls. Did you give me the information in advance that you want to transmit to these people? No, no, you didn't. You're well able. I am well able. I am efficient. I am capable. I am highly reliable. And if you want me to do this, Laura, you need to give me proper protocols, a proper strategic plan. Okay,
1: Jane, okay, okay. You're right. We need to reassess our resources.
2: There was no hand over here, Mike. No handover whatsoever. Okay,
1: hold on for a second. I'm sorry. Let's just think about this for a second.
3: Mike, what's your suggestion here? I can take control of that one by analysing our capabilities as a source of direction. For a more efficient and clear roadmap, excellent. Okay, yes. And I can pass logistics over to you, Jane?
2: Yes, Logistics. Perfect. So you're going to do the calls? Great. I'm really happy with that. I will look at calendars and scheduling.
1: Great. You happy with that, Laura?
2: Yeah, that's fine.
1: We're
3: all happy.
1: Okay, great. Well then, back to it, okay? It's good to communicate like this, though. Let's do it again.
4: I think it's probably the case in a lot of families there's always going to be the closed off person and there's always going to be the people that their coping skills are zero and there's always going to be the people that react in completely the wrong way because that's how they react to things but it actually just upsets everybody else more or you know there's always going to be everyone has their flaws and their own inabilities to do everything but as the person in the center of us a large job of yours is managing people's Reactions and um, that goes on throughout the whole process, M- making people think that you're okay so that they're not upset. It's a massive workload.
0: Sure. Oh, oh, Thanks for thanks doing this oh. no, do do you. You To be honest, it's strange buddy. Now, this isn't <laughs> a
3: leaving party because you're not actually leaving <laughs> Just a little break, that's all I'll miss
0: you too, Mike Thanks for your support
2: Jesus, my stomach of such pain Oh,
3: oh I ate
2: too much earlier, oh God It's getting worse, I'm dying <laughs> 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 You look great, Laura Thanks, Jane I wanted to look nice for this, so I got my hair done. Oh, it's lovely. Thanks. Yes. I mm. hate it. She never does it the way I want it.
1: Stock day today. Laura, you're up. Rhoda's there for a reason, you know. I'm joking. Steve, <laughs> Come, on. Come here to me. Come
0: here. Oh, listen, thanks very much for organising this, Steve.
1: Cheers, everybody. Cheers, cheers, cheers. cheers hey, guys. Hey, Laura.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, you're all so good for supporting me so mm. much. Mm. Uh, speech. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: Speech. speech. Oh, here go again. Mike loves a good speech. I do.
0: God, guys, don't encourage him. OK, um, <laughs> right, well, uh, thanks for marking the day for me like this.
5: It's going to be a mad four months. I'm looking forward to seeing how you get on without me, actually. Mm. Let's face it, I do keep this place afloat. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, Mike, <laughs> come, no, on. come on. <laughs> Can't wait to lose a bit of weight, because I could never do that myself.
0: <laughs> I won't eat. I won't need to eat. I'll be on a drip. Looking forward to not having to spend all that money getting my hair cut and coloured. I'll just be bald as a baby. Looking forward to having people stare at me on the streets. Looking forward to not being able to get out of the bed. Looking forward to the break. I'm getting one whether I like it or not. I'm looking forward to having no weekdays and no weekends, just days. Looking forward to not being able to move that much. You know, going fewer places, seeing fewer people. I'm looking forward to the challenge and the perspective. Looking forward to making new friends during treatment before some inevitably die. And some get better. It's just going to be this kind of turbulent not knowing that I'm really looking forward to. Sorry, guys, can can you all leave now? Do you mind? Sorry, thanks.
4: I had long curly hair. Uh, thick, so much hair. Hated it. Bane of my life. I went into the bathroom and I pulled out a, a ponytail, like a hairband, and when I say a quarter of my ponytail came out with that bobbin it just came out and I just kind of I just dropped it in the sink It like backed away from it like it was some sort of animal that was going to attack me I was kind of pacing backwards like oh god what's just come out of my head I think the hair loss it's its kind of especially for women probably it's one of the first things that comes into your head when they say chemo for some reason it, it becomes like a I don't know, well, am I going to lose my hair Like it doesn't matter actually but it's one of the first you can't think deeper than that but that's where you are so um, it's a big thing on day one by a few weeks in you couldn't care less but on day one it's a massive thing
2: Hi, Jane. Laura, come in, sit down. State of the place. Paperwork is piling up. Steve's always in a flap. (laughs) But we're getting there. How are you? How are you feeling?
0: Sorry to disturb you. I just, I wanted to tell you that I'm going to get my hair cut tomorrow, shaved. And then on Thursday, I'm going to get the dog spayed. You're getting the haircut done tomorrow? Yeah.
2: That's very soon. And the dog. I think that's very soon. I decided I wasn't going to wake up one day and find clumps
0: of hair on my pillow, so I'm just going to get it over and done with.
2: Would you not wait, though?
0: Your hair, I mean, you're you're not going to get there in a week. Look, I've made up my mind. I just want to let you know.
2: I I just feel really bad for the dog. The dog? Yeah. Oh. Don't you think that's a lot for the one week? Two pretty big things to happen for both of you. Well... You need to be available for each other, don't you think? Yeah, I think we'll be okay. The dog needs you. Mm-hmm. She'll be going through a loss, feeling sick, feeling sore, not able to walk around and live life the way she normally would. It's not going to be easy. I mean, think about it. Jesus, her fertility, this isn't something simple, Laura. It's going to be really hard for us all. But for the dog, there's, there's a lot of change coming down the line for her and then she... She's going to see you and you be bold
0: I'm getting kind of nervous now I'm in the chair God is it warm in here or is that just me I didn't think I would be nervous but I am I haven't eaten all day I've Got my hands they're shaking getting a bit clammy I suppose I better eat after this. The hairdresser's really lovely. Better smile back at her. I'm starting to visualize what it will look like when it's all gone. There I am. Lovely big mirror. Lovely big hair. Not for long. They're offering me tea. No thanks, I'm grand. They're giving me magazines. Cheers but I don't feel like tea and I don't want to read magazines. I can feel people looking at me and talking about me. Everyone whispering, feeling sorry for me but I'm trying to ignore that and I know it's coming from a good place. She asks me, am I ready? Yeah, yeah, go on ahead. I'm not ready. She turns on the razor. I hear her buzzing. Just close your eyes for close your eyes I'm putting my hand out towards the woman beside me getting her hair done she's holding my hand tightly the hairdresser just goes for it
3: wow that's some cut
0: it's something else isn't it It's just a—it's just just a shock, (laughs) Jane. It's grand. Come on, come here.
5: What are
1: you crying
3: for? Look at you.
1: Hmm? (laughs) I can't believe it. I know. You need a pair of Doc Martens to match that. (laughs) (laughs) No. You look fantastic. Come here to me. How are you, huh? You look brilliant.
2: I'm good. <laughs> good.
0: My uh, wig will be ready in a week. What?
2: They didn't give you one today. No, this is me for the week. Well, you can't go around like that. Why not? Do you have a scarf or a hat or something? You can't go around bald for a week. Why? A cap. Why not just like this, though? Because you just can't, Laura.
4: There's ten... 15 big, comfortable leather recliners. Now, they're so squashed together that you can't actually recline, so they might as well not be recliners, but they're very comfy, huge, big chairs. Um, everyone's hooked up to their drips. There's a TV or something probably playing. You're so drugged, you're a bit out of it. It would have been nice to be able to lie down, but that's not an option. But great people watching. <laughs> Everyone there is in the same boat. <laughs> I always thought I looked like a snake it was like you just have this because also chemo makes your, your skin well mine did anyway kind of go white and um, no pigment and no flush in your cheeks and no anything it was just this white thing but then you also have it totally hairless so you just you feel a like, bit like like a reptile but most people are just there on their own headphones, books, whatever just trying to sit there while these giant bags of liquid drip into you and um, deal with whatever side effects you're dealing with <coughs>
3: Back. there's no rush you okay yeah did you watch anything on the ipad this time
0: not really it's
3: too late I walked Ruby and Jane cooked you food for tomorrow it's all there today same as always i suppose I'm
5: so tired
3: just a few minutes left the bag is almost done then i'll bring you home the sick people are sitting on big leather recliners and the people who aren't sick me for example sit here able bodied on small wooden stools because we can I see Laura's eyes close I wonder how she feels how her body feels how it feels to be in that chair and not on a stool
0: it's a tired you've never felt before a chemo tired chemoed a mixture of being drunk and hungover nauseous and asleep all at the very same time Imagine this, combined with a fairly prominent, dull ache throughout your whole body.
3: Looking around the room, there's a middle-aged man holding hands with a woman. Middle-aged as well, I suppose, although she looks older. She has a full bag to go. He's not sick, but he's here so long that he was upgraded from stool to recliner. He's not sick, but... He spends all the day in the ward, so in that way, he may as well be. We make eye contact for a minute. I feel like he's telling me everything's going to be okay. I look over at Laura.
0: I look up at the bag. I look down at my arm. It's bloody and bruised from trying to find a vein this morning. My veins have buried themselves so deep beneath the surface it takes quite a bit of prodding with a needle to find one does that hurt are you okay the nurses are so kind but I am so far from okay
3: the bag is empty the nurse hears the beeping and comes over to remove the drip from her bruised arm I help her up don't fall
0: okay the room As I struggle to pull myself out of the chair, Jim reaches out from his recliner to hold my hand. He's not sick, he's strong, and he always helps me out of the chair. I grab Mike's arm with my other hand. We walk slowly towards the door smell of hand sanitizer almost makes me puke i turn my face away as mike and i rub the alcohol sanitizer into our hands can't risk infection must not get infection this is the moment i dread the end of the eight hours on the second Tuesday. It takes about five days to feel normal again. To leave the bed. To have some quality of life.
3: We don't speak all the way home. She can't. She's sick. I start to wonder what life will be like when this is all over. I think about Steve and Jane. We've really pulled together. I hope that doesn't disappear. Laura will get better, though. Won't she?
4: It was probably different for me because I was 27. I was about 50 years younger than the other average attendee. But I, I think I was probably looking at them with the same amount of sympathy as they were looking at me. I felt like I was stronger and better able to cope. Whereas if I was 80 and feeling this ill... I don't think I would have fared very well but hopefully it's over and then kind of trying to deal with the aftermath at that point but I was I was never good at kind of analyzing it as I went or trying to feel anything as I went I was just blinkered and focused and at one point they sent me into a counsellor actually and she said how are you going to feel if this doesn't work and I said to her no blinkers are on I just have to keep going I can't think about if it doesn't work I can't think I just have to Go. Signed a contract with a
1: new supplier today. With our blended and harmonised policies, we can land an additional 10% for next year. We'll be flying. I just
0: need to get these sick leave forms signed for revenue. Can you sign them for me?
1: And we managed to get hold of a new supplier, which could mean even greater efficiencies and an enormous additionality in terms of input. To be honest,
5: Steve, I'm not really in the mood to talk about this. Again. Do we ever talk about anything else? As if it even means anything to me anymore. I'm barely in the place. I haven't worked in four months. I haven't gone out in four months. And I permanently feel like a piece of fucking shit.
1: Okay, Laura, sit down. Now, don't get worked up. Have some water, take a breath. You'll be fine in a moment. Just take a sip of water. It'll be okay. You need to calm down.
5: Look at me, Steve. I look like a piece of fucking shit. I'm tired all the time. Mike keeps asking me to talk about how I feel. I'm bollocksed. That's how I feel. I've no energy for Ruby. I can barely walk myself, never mind walk her. Jane doesn't shut up about how filthy she is and how she absolutely hates minding her. It's not like I need her to mind the fucking dog so I can go out drinking. I'm getting fucking chemo, Steve. Just like all the other poor bastards that sit in that horrible room for eight hours at a time getting poison pumped into their veins. And you... You can't shut up about working. The business, how things are running in the business. I'm sick of this, all right? I'm sick. Sorry, can you just sign this for me, please? Yes,
1: yes, yes, of course.
5: Thank you.
1: You're doing great, Lord. Just, just,
5: yeah, I thought I was. Four months, they said. Four months, and that's enough. But they called this morning, and it's not gone. It's not gone, Steve. It's not as big, but it's not gone, and it might come back. They reckon I need two more. Two more months. I I wasn't expecting this, Steve. Like, I was ready for this to be over. Two fucking more months. I'm not getting better. Maybe I never will.
1: Well, look, you'll be as good as new very soon. Oh, Steve. Two more months is nothing after what you've been through.
5: I don't recognise myself, you know? Fuck this. I'm not sure I can do it, Steve. I want to be better. I really think I could be.
3: Steve, can you switch off your phone for a few minutes? This won't take long.
1: Yeah, no problem. Let me just...
3: OK. okay. Will we be long here, all right? Uh... No. Please. The phone. Mm. Thanks.
1: M-
2: Mike, what's this meeting for? Will it take long? It's just I have heaps of stuff to finish. you better and... sit
3: down, Jane. Now that Laura is having two more months of treatment, we need to really shape up. I'm very unhappy with the inconsistencies of late. The calendar is not been adhered to The work is slipping left, right and centre. Laura needs us, now more than ever. So what's happening? Talk to me. Ruby wasn't walked on Thursday. According to the calendar, Jane, that was your day. What happened?
2: Oh, shit.
3: Yeah. Look, we have already examined our capabilities and agreed... That with our resources, policy can be implemented. I'm
2: really sorry. I-, I worked through lunch, so I completely forgot. Sorry about that. You
3: forgot? Okay, then. Can you promise me that it won't happen again?
2: Well, no, I'm not going to promise that it won't happen again, but I'm going to do my utmost to make sure that it doesn't.
3: Jane, if for whatever reason you can't walk or please notify me. You can text or email me anytime. Is that okay? I need to know. We need to all be aware of the iterative dynamics of the situation.
2: What's the big deal about this?
3: Yeah. Because we worked out all these things. We all promised to stick to the calendar. It's not fair on the dog, and it's not fair on Laura. Ruby needs to be walked. We promised Laura... I I
2: forgot to walk the dog one day, Jesus.
3: Well, it was your day, though.
2: Shut up, Steve. Laura
3: was late for her appointment on Thursday. According to the data, she's actually been late three times now, and Steve... You're responsible for all of these three oh, tardies.
1: Yeah, there
3: you go, Steve. <laughs> what? On Tuesday, you were 15 minutes late picking her up. Me?
2: Yeah, Steve, you.
3: Well, I, 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 Can you identify these causal discrepancies? Um, what? Do you remember what happened?
1: Well, uh Tuesday was a mental day here. We had the orders and the NCTs, and uh, do you remember Tuesday? Oh Jan-
2: yeah, loads on that yeah, day. Yeah, it was yeah. very
1: hard. Anyway, we got there by the
3: skin of our teeth. I think she missed it. Well, I dropped her off and picked her up, and she ended up having to sit there for half an hour doing nothing because she missed the appointment.
2: Mike, if it's just Steve you need to talk to, can I go?
3: Jane, I think this is something we need to work on as a as a fam, as a unit. Don't you? Can you just hang on for one second? Oh, sorry, I, I have to get this. Just silence it for a second, Steve. This is important. Okay, okay. Uh, right. This is a final warning here, okay, For both of you.
2: I'm sorry, what?
3: I said it's a final warning for both of you. We must weigh up our internal resources and opportunities against the risks created by the external environment. We can't let accidents like this happen. Things are really falling apart for us here.
1: Well, Hang on, a warning to what?
3: I've been reviewing the situation. The statistics don't lie. The data doesn't lie.
1: What the hell are
2: you talking about? And on
3: review of everything... Cuts are going to be happening. Changes are going to be happening. So this is what we are going to do.
2: My my God. You can be so dramatic sometimes. We will carry out (laughs) a
3: SWOT analysis. Strength. Weakness. Opportunities. Threats. Steve, will you please silence your phone? I will, I will. We'll relax for a second, son. Written reports. Daily written reports. I've broken down everything on this sheet. Key performance indicators for you. At the end of each day, I will be filling in productivity, <laughs> punctuality, <Jesus>. motivation. <laughs> we will do this at the end of each day in the main boardroom.
2: Boardroom. Like, I'll also
3: boardroom. be filling out these forms myself. Boardroom. Documenting and archiving the next two months yes, while Laura is still being treated.
1: Boardroom. What
3: is this? Rate your co workers' performance?
2: You want us spending our time filling out these stupid sheets?
3: The ball is getting dropped, Jane. We need an identifiable, emerging strategy. Why can't you just listen to me? I'm doing this for us, do you not understand? This is so we can keep this thing going.
2: Filling in forms isn't going to get dogs walked,
3: Mike. Targets are not being met. This is going under. Like, we are going under, don't you see?
2: What in the name of God are you talking about?
3: Our calendars and schedules and, and contracts and negotiations. OK, OK, all right, just This is not the right down. mentality for this. Laura needs more than this. She needs more chemo and more support, more resources. She's sick. We need to pull together now. We need to push harder, Steve. Don't you want to do this for Laura, for all of us? We only have each other. Okay, okay. We will sort it out. Okay. We need momentum. We need vision. We need teamwork and clarity and open communication. We need bloody empathy. We need to move forward. We need understanding. We need belief in what we are doing and in ourselves. We need to understand the stakes. We need to accept the mistakes we've made and move forward
1: in spite of those mistakes. We need.
2: Are you
0: alright, Mike? Y-
3: yep. You sure? I was just having a bit of a think.
0: You look a bit flushed.
3: No, I'm all right. Uh, how are you?
0: I'm good, yeah. Are you sure you're okay?
3: Yeah. Just knackered.
0: Oh, is it me? Everything that's going on?
3: No, I know. I, I, just working a lot, I think.
0: Well, if you feel like you're doing too much, just say.
3: I will. I actually think I'm coming down with something. But seriously, Laura. This is the only way we can keep everything in order.
0: Punctuality. Judging others on performance. Critical review? Who is this for, Mike? Just for me. Punctuality?
3: Yeah. You know, the calendar. Keeping on top of the calendar. I like being organised. You know me. Key
0: performance indicators. Communication. Like chatting to one another. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wonder about you sometimes. So, I have something I need to talk to you all about. Why we're all here and why I wanted to treat you to something nice. Laura,
3: this place is amazing. <laughs> so, course.
2: look, if I could just have mm. your attention for
3: wow. a moment. Oh, my God, the
0: maitre d' here
2: is hilarious. <laughs> Jane! <laughs> oh, yes. my, this place is really swanky, sorry, God.
0: I don't know, am I even dressed up enough? Oh, you look, you look great, Jane. Great. And look, I just wanted to let you know that this dinner is on me to say... I should have ma- dressed
2: up a bit more. You look well, Laura. Yeah, I'm, yes, I'm feeling
0: indeed. good, actually, thanks. Uh, you know and I've got some this news. is very fancy isn't
3: it <laughs> well it's a cut above Nando's anyway <laughs> it's great to have everybody together to just be out <laughs> I hear the Hake is lovely
0: yeah it's lovely yeah look look, I just want I want to bring you to a fancy place because so,
3: so, I, so, so, I, yeah. sorry Laura sorry can I just say um I'm really looking forward to the dinner. This place is gorgeous. Oh, I'm geez. delighted we're all here. Cheers. 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 Cheers.
5: Do you
0: ever shut up? <laughs> <laughs> Just let me say one thing, for God's sake. Sorry, sorry. sorry.
3: sorry. sorry. Yeah, sorry. Gotta hide, gotta hide. I know, yeah.
0: it's so hard. <laughs> so, look, Tuesday was my last day of chemo. Mm-hmm. Six months over and done with, finally. And today I went and I had my last scan in the hospital.
3: I was going to ask...
2: Do they arrange a call to discuss things? What when
1: will they call? Oh, okay, everyone, now take it easy. Whatever happens, all we need is a good okay, plan. I, and, and
0: I, I got the all clear. Oh, congrats. That is
2: fun. I know. Fantastic. I cheers. Oh, cheers, oh,
1: cheers, everybody. Cheers. Oh, it's lovely.
2: I'm thrilled.
3: Well done, Laura. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, this is the best news <laughs> I've ever gotten. <laughs> uh, to Laura. The strongest, most positive girl in the world. Absolutely. Yeah, come on now, speech. <laughs> what? A speech. What? speech stop. Laura, uh, I look up to you. The bravest. The bravest? Uh, most courageous. Most courageous. Inspirational person that I know. I love you. Aww, oh, my so sweet. sweet. When you got your diagnosis, my heart was broken. I didn't know if I would ever smile again. I thought it was a death sentence. Jesus Christ, you're mad, Mike. Uh, I think I speak first of all when I say that I thought that was it. For
5: sake, Mike, don't bring the tone down.
3: But your positivity <laughs> and courage the fight you put in mm. to a bright new future yeah. for all of us. Oh, oh,
2: Laura, I'm delighted. I really am. It's I brilliant. I am amazing
3: myself <laughs> more than you ever were, you know? Oh, <laughs> like Half the time, uh, I, I think that you were helping me more than I was helping you, you know what I mean? <laughs>
2: Congratulations, love.
3: Laura, will you say a few words?
2: Mike, you've said everything that anyone could say. Yeah.
3: Right. Ah, yes, here we go. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> right, right,
1: OK, OK, OK. <laughs> A toast, then, everybody. To Laura. Oh. Good health. Well done. Thanks. And, of course, to uh, coming back to work on Monday. <laughs> oh,
5: <that's> all about that. <laughs> <us>, that is.
1: <laughs> right, let's get ready to order, then. Yeah. Come on, guys, I'm starving. Yeah, I haven't eaten all day, <laughs> actually. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you haven't said anything yet, Steve. <laughs> hey? You just said to Laura. <laughs> what? Like, say something about driving to the hospital all the time I think i or think I'll get the say and that's
2: what this
0: whole dinner was about this is really special yeah and I didn't think I was going to get a chance to tell you for a minute nobody would
3: shut up <laughs> what about you Jane a few words about Laura
2: Okay. well, uh what time tomorrow will I drop the dog back? <laughs> because I'll be so happy to see the back of that dog. She has my house destroyed. And I've been saying nothing because I didn't want to upset you, but thank God I can give her back now. You know she has that skin thing, so you have to wash her a lot. Did I tell you that? Well uh, yeah. So anyway mental trying to get her into the bath. So I've just been throwing her in the back garden and putting the house on her oh my <laughs> Jane, you're
5: not supposed to do that. Sure,
2: look at she's
5: ground.
2: It's your
3: problem now. <laughs> <laughs> and now we can go on our holiday. <laughs> Cheers oh. to holidays, maybe Cambodia. Oh, Cambodia! Yeah. Well, I drink
5: not. to that. I only live once.
3: <laughs> Take this seriously, will you? Well, let's just celebrate, Mike. Hey, yeah. just dogs and holidays. That's it. Really. Well,
5: I
0: can't wait to go back to work. And here, Jane, I can't wait to walk Ruby and wash her in warm water. Oh, Steve, what are you getting? Yeah, what's everyone getting? That's what about torture.
3: the time I walked into the kitchen and Steve said, if she doesn't get the all clear, I don't think I can go on. Oh, Mike, come on other now. Or the time, time Jane crashed the car because she was crying so hard. We went over it all
2: enough at the time.
3: Am Mike? I making this up? You're all unbelievable. We were all worried we were going to put that girl into a box.
2: I'm not going to stay here and listen to that.
3: Now, Mike, will you stop, please? Go to see if Jane is Okay absolutely fucking ridiculous fuck's sake
0: (laughs) oh my god jesus christ mike i think i'll have the steak pepper sauce and chips what are you gonna have
3: does nobody ever want to say fucking anything in this family just holidays fucking dogs what
5: do you want them to say
3: come on laura you know what i mean how can we go through this how can you go through this all this pain the hassles calendars, fucking dog walking schedules and come out the other end with nothing to show for it.
5: Mike, are you serious? Did you not hear? I'm in remission.
0: I'm not sick. That's as good as they'll give me but that's absolutely more than enough for me. That's what I can show for it. So please Mike, will you just please, just go easy on them.
5: Do you think the cheesecake would be nice?
3: I don't think I'll have a dessert. But I'll have a starter instead.
2: Yeah, yeah, that sounds really good. Have you seen the toilets in here? <laughs> You only have to wave it. your hand and the toilet flushes. They have molten you brown soap oh, here too. Soap I post. love that oh, soap. Oh, another fellow
1: with a lovely looking steak over there. I was Definitely of that. getting that. Mm. Need all the energy I can for dealing with Laura
3: back in on one. Well, yeah. actually
0: Mike heard the hake was good, so I think I'll go for that.
3: Yeah, me too, yeah. Comes with there uh, potatoes
0: and-, and we're back. That didn't take long. We have come full circle and now we're back to where we started. And that's okay. Whatever we thought would happen, might happen, should happen. If I'm not sick anymore, I don't need anything else. Back to normal is okay for me. We love normal.
4: I think when a family member is sick, everyone initially is going to deal with the shock and the, I think that's, once people get over the shock and the emotional reactions, then they go into functions yeah my family during it were very like that i have a very um pragmatic logical husband as well so between him my parents my sister they they kind of fell into roles of jobs of who's going to do what and that was it and after when it's all over that's not there anymore there's no need for any logistical support people probably want to forget about it too Your hair grows back and you look the same again and you don't look sick anymore and you don't act sick anymore and so everything is very quickly just right back to what it was Um, and that's okay. I think it's just bad luck and good luck. It's bad luck I got it, it's good luck it went away (laughs) and that's it. There's there's no more to it, it is what it is and (laughs) there's no grand meaning to it, I don't think.
2: And that was You'd Better Sit Down by Nairi Jurgen harsian Sound supervision was by Kieran Cullen. Laura was played by the author. Helen Norton was Jane. The part of Steve was played by Enda Oates. And Manus Halligan was Mike. Sona Jurgen harsian played herself. You'd Better Sit Down by Nairi Jurgen harsian was directed by Garetti Slaven, And the series producer of Drama on One is Kevin Reynolds.
0: rta.ia forward slash drama on one.